Welcome back. My name's Loman, and I'm about to tell you another story. In our last episode, Cerulean was finally going to get her dream come true, which was a new pet, her first pet. So her father took her to a pet store called McSorley's. It wasn't the pet store that Cerulean wanted to go to, no. She wanted to go to one of those bright, big, lit-up places out by the highway. But her father insisted. He said, when I had a pet, I went to McSorley's, too. And he told her about a strange creature he'd gotten from McSorley's that had hatched out of an egg. Well, Cerulean didn't know if she should believe her father, but she went anyway. And the old dusty shop had all kinds of things in it. Parakeets and fish. All the normal sort of pets you might imagine. But McSorley also offered her a strangely colored egg. And in the end, that's the one that Cerulean picked. She brought it home and wrapped it up in warm things. Now we're about to see what happens next. If you're liking the podcast, you're liking Bear Island Podcast, tell a friend about it. Take some time to rate and review. Let's go. Come and hear a story with me. Come and hear a story with me. Wherever you are, that's a good place to be. So come along and listen with me. Well, Cerulean brought that egg home, and she made sure to take care of it just right. She wrapped it in all her winter things, her finest scarves, and her down vest, and her stocking cap. And she waited and waited, as patient as can be. Every morning, Cerulean woke up and checked in on her egg, and then she went down and had breakfast and got ready for school, and just before she left for the day, she clambered back up the stairs and checked on the egg again. After school, the first thing she did right when she came home was burst through the door and run back up stairs to her room and check on the egg yet again. And the days and the weeks eventually passed this way and there didn't seem to be any progress with the egg. At first, her mom and dad might ask her about the egg. Hey, how's the egg coming along? Any progress with the egg? That sort of thing. But by and by, they stopped asking. That seemed like they almost forgot about the egg. It was rather strange, actually. Well, after five weeks had passed, a full week longer than what McSorley said she might expect, she decided that it was time to take the egg back to the pet store and maybe trade it in for something a little more normal as far as pets went. In fact, she'd been thinking maybe it would be nice to have a fish tank, maybe put it full of platies and she could feed them once a morning and watch them swim about. That might be a peaceful kind of pet to have. So, on a Saturday morning, she packed up the egg in the box and she got on the bus and off she went, rumbling down Cesar Chavez Boulevard, headed toward McSorley's pet shop on her own. Well, as she was going along, she opened the box and checked inside just to see how the egg was doing. And another passenger on the bus, an old cranky lady across the way, peered in there and saw what she was looking at. Hey, little girl, you're not allowed to have strange eggs on the bus. 
Mr. Bus Driver, this little girl has strange eggs on the bus. Well, Cerulean didn't know if it was allowed to have strange eggs on the bus or not, but she rather didn't want to find out. And besides, she was almost there anyway. She could just get off here and walk the rest of the way to McSorley's pet shop. So she reached up, pulled the trigger on the bus signal, and boom, it stopped at the next stop. She got off the bus away from that cranky old lady and began walking to McSorley's. Well, as she walked, she decided to take a, a little shortcut through an elementary school playground. And as she went, there was a big field and there was huge tall trees at the edge of this field. And she walked along under the bright sun and, and as she walked, she felt the box sort of jiggle and shake a little bit. Jiggle and shake just a little bit more. And so she went over to one of those big old trees and she sat down there next to the tree trunk on the grass underneath the shade and she opened up the box lid and she peeked inside. Well, much to her surprise and delight, she found that the egg was in the process of crick cracking along its shell. That beautiful colored shell was starting to, to break apart and she watched on in wonder as a little paw poked its way out of a little hole. Next came a little snout and then two bright eyes. And slowly and surely a creature emerged from the egg. It had the body more or less of a very cute little puppy but it also had wings on its back and a tail that was extremely long, maybe even double the length of its body. Still, the little creature was small enough that it could fit in Cerulean's palm. She watched it sort of scruffle about in the, in the scarves and the, and the hats and everything that she had lined the box with. It didn't seem like she needed to go to McSorley's after all. And as she was watching the creature, just totally falling in love with this little furball, it started making little noises like, scruff, scruff, scruff. Well, she liked the sound of that creature's voice, and it almost sounded like it was saying scruff, like it was introducing itself. So she decided right then and there that she was going to name her new pet Scruff. And she liked that name a lot, and she couldn't wait to bring it home and show her mama and her papa this strange pet that had finally hatched out of the mysterious egg that McSorley had given her. But just then, she happened to look up, and across the park, she saw a man standing there, and he was wearing a long, dark coat, and he had big sunglasses on. And he gave her a feeling that she did not like, that like he knew something that she should know and that she didn't know yet. And slowly and surely, the man started walking across the park right toward her. And he said, excuse me, little miss, what do you have in the box there? And Cerulean knew instinctively that she should not answer this man. Uh, little miss, was that box is that box full of a creature perhaps is there a creature in there and is that creature saying scruff scruff well cerulean wasn't going to wait around to hear any more of this man's questions and she jumped up put the lid on the box and started running she looked back in time to see the man the strange man was also running but Cerulean had something that this man did not she knew this neighborhood back and forth top to bottom no problem 
and she dodged through people's backyards, over friends' fences, through shortcuts and alleyways and little connections that nobody would know unless you'd grown up in this neighborhood since you were a baby just like Cerulean had. All the while that she was running, she could hear Scruff inside the box going, Scruff, Scruff. But she knew that it was safe because it was full of scarves and all kinds of soft things like that. She sprinted home and ran up her front steps in her door and slammed the door shut behind her. Then she pounded up to her room and put the box under her bed. Then she went out to the windows that overlooked the street and looked back and forth and waited to see if that mysterious man had somehow been able to follow her after all. She looked up and down the street and she breathed a sigh of relief. Everything seemed just about clear. She looked back to the door to her room. She was going to have to do so many things to set up her room and her house for this new magical pet, and she couldn't wait to start. But then she heard a knock at the door, and she looked out the window once again. And down there on her front porch, she could see a man looking up at the window right into her eyes. It was the man in the dark coat. But before she could think of what to do next, she heard the footsteps of her mom going to the door and the door opening. And her mom saying, hello, sir. And Cerulean didn't know what was going to happen next, but she felt a little scared. And then after a moment, her mom called, Cerulean, can you come downstairs, please? Well, we're going to have to continue this one next week. Seems like Cerulean's found a pretty good pet for herself. Scruff! Scruff! I wonder if that scruff can actually fly with those wings of his. Who knows? And what's up with that man? What does he want with scruff? How did he know what scruff said? Well, we'll all find out next week. If you have any guesses or question, comment, kudo, or concern, you can record a voice memo, send it to bearislandpod at gmail.com. I sure do appreciate it. All right, until next week. Come back next week. We'll do it again. Love's just a story and it has no and I'll never tire telling it to you. There's not a day that won't.